0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participating in McDonald's for a limited time. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Glad you're with us. What a night. Perfect night for football we got a lot of sectional championships to talk about. Let's toss it over to the man himself, the star of the show. You know him, you love him, you can't live without him on a Friday night. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, what's
1: going on? Happy sectional championship Friday. It is a big night in the world of high school football. And let's get right to it. Scores are floating in from all around the state, starting with a couple. From Class A, now, as of 9.31 p.m., we do not know any regional matchups. Scores still coming in throughout the night, but these have gone final for now. Carol Flora, they crush West Central 47-6. Carol Flora moves on and will face either Adams Central or Northfield. Elsewhere in Class A, North Decatur, they pound Knightstown 56-6. North Decatur onward, matching up with Sheridan or Hagerstown. We'll know that a little bit later. Up to Class 5A, where we have three scores. The Mishawaka Cavemen move on, beating Concord 38-17. They'll get either Fort Wayne North or Fort Wayne Snyder. Heated robbery, Bloomington South gets it done over Bloomington North, 28-7. Bloomington South will face either Evansville North or Castle. Lastly, a shutout for Whiteland over Franklin, 24-zip. Whiteland now gets either Decatur Central or Plainfield. Plenty coming up. Also talk some Colts and some Pacers.
0: I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save their website. What a way to start the show! John Herrick from the ISC Network joins me on the call of sectional number 43, Carol of Floor, beating West Central 47 6. John, thanks so much for the call. An impressive sectional championship win by Carol tonight. Yeah,
2: I mean Carroll was already coming off a successful campaign last year, Bob, where they made it pretty deep into the postseason. They won a sectional championship in 2021, so now they're back-to-back sectional champions, and really they left no doubt. Uh, they forced a West Central three-and-out on the opening drive of the game, and uh, they they run sort of a you know a wing tee sort of look offense. They run the ball about 90% of the time. They give the ball to about five different backs, but. The guy that really was the star of the show tonight for Carroll was a young fellow by the name of Keegan Ellis who used to play offensive lineman, believe it or not. And Jim Leisure and I told the story on the air tonight about how he went to his coaches and said, I think that if you convert me to running back, I can play running back. Well, he scored six (laughs) rushing touchdowns tonight and was simply sensational. Um, Carroll ran the ball for more than 200 yards. They were just terrific. And West Central had... They're a program that's been struggling as of late, but they, they had an mm-hmm. outrageously good season this year, finishing at 10-2, and two, one of the best seasons they've had in a long time. They're just not quite to Carroll's level yet, and um, you know Carroll could be a force to be reckoned with uh, in the, rest, the rest of the postseason in Class A, but their ground game is tough. They throw it when they need to, and uh, they were just extremely impressive tonight on both sides of the ball.
0: Great lesson to learn from that running back. Bet on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Bet on yourself. I think it's a good bet. That's a great story, and he had a night uh, night to remember. Quite frankly.
2: Yeah, I mean it was it was so interesting to see him get the carry, and then it was like he'd be into the second level and thinking, okay, maybe he's going to get tackled by a safety or a you know someone in the secondary at a quarterback who's faster than he is but then he was faster than they were and then he would you know break it off and go to the races and have a touchdown so um and everybody just kind of followed suit after that and uh they got a touchdown in the second half Hmm. to make it 40 to nothing and we got the running clock from there so man Carroll's 11 and one they're very impressive they're going to be tough for anybody to deal with they're going to be on the road next week no matter who they play but when you run the ball as well as they run the ball and when you only give up 10 points a game uh, those are two things that travel well no matter where you play.
0: A great point. You know, if you can defend and control the football, you're going to be in it and have a chance to win it. And that's been their M.O. all year.
2: Yeah, it has. And, and honestly, they haven't even been in very many. I think they only had one game that was decided by three points or less. That was against Sheridan that they lost to by a point. Everybody else, they've really – Manhandled. They beat them. They've beaten them by 20 points or more. They've scored more than 40 points now uh, four times this season. So Carroll's offense is and, and extremely difficult to deal with. And uh, I can't wait to see what this team does the rest of the year in the Class A playoffs.
0: John Herrick from the ISC Network. John also on the IU Sports Network. You're gonna be a busy man coming up, are you not? You're gonna still. We got a football game tomorrow. We got basketball next week. Uh, you are the man.
2: It's been super busy already, Bob. We've had two exhibition games for basketball. Um, yeah, football tomorrow, and then basketball again Monday. We still got four football games left. Hopefully, they can turn some things around. IU, of all the tough powerhouse teams they've had to face, they've had the best luck though. For some reason over the years against Penn State, maybe they can try to find a way to right the ship against uh, the Nittany Lions. But it will be a tough task. And then, yeah, go right back to basketball with the season opener on Monday, then another game on Thursday. And November is a very busy month in Bloomington, but I'm, I'm all about it. It will be a lot of fun.
0: John will be joining us tomorrow night talking about Penn State and IU. John Herrick, thanks so much for the call. Be safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Not a problem. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Coming up, we have much more football. We're going to take a short break, come back and talk uh, football. Uh, We're so glad you're with us on Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven DrivenSavedLives.org, our website. We encourage you to join us tomorrow night. We'll obviously talk a lot of college football. Uh, And we'll start to talk some basketball, too. Uh, we got a girls' schedule that's going on, girls' basketball, and getting ready to go, going, having some fun with that. So, as we mention all the time, it's a perfect time to be a sports fan in our state. Short break, more ball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network sectional championship night brendan king is the guy with the scores hello brendan king hello
1: bob lovell how's your friday been
0: um been great i mean weather's fantastic uh literally it's uh the weather's been tremendous for the tournament uh we're getting a little bit spoiled to be honest Uh, i think everybody understands this kind of weather doesn't doesn't necessarily happen like this all the time, and so need to enjoy it while we can and play, and watch some games.
1: No doubt about it. I mean, I'm not sure if I have heard of a 77-degree November 4th in the last few years, so got to take advantage of that for sure, <laughs> especially that it right? looks like it, uh, it might be cooling down pretty soon for, for regional weekend, at least from what I saw from right? my, my weather app on my phone, you're ducking to the 40s for regional championship weekend, so enjoy this while it lasts.
0: I felt like I felt like reopening the pool for heaven's sake I mean uh, you know but then I then my wife talked me out of it and she, and she she's and she's right uh, but it was uh, one of those I said you know I mean it's gonna be in the 70s I said we can you know I'll pull the cover and crank the heater and we'll be good and, and it was no no I don't think so so there you go all right so uh, what a weekend man oh man. Sectional championships, girls' basketball, football, college football tomorrow, the Colts on Sunday, uh, the World Series. What can be better other than Christmas?
1: That's so I'm saying, Coach. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, or last week, that October into the early part of November. Yeah, I hate to be
0: redundant. Yeah. Th- no,
1: there, there, are, right? there are not many better times to be a sports fan. The last week of October, the first week of November, I mean, March Madness is right up there. Uh, but, man, Coach, I mean, you just get a taste of everything here. In these couple weeks, I mean, Pacers just beat the Heat one hundred one ninety nine. That's a big win for them. And now you got a rivalry, as you said on Sunday, Colts and the Pats. And coach, actually, when you take a look at the FBS action tomorrow in college football, you have a very evenly spaced out day because Iowa plays Purdue at noon. Then you got Penn State yeah, and Indiana do. at three thirty, and then you can end the night with Clemson Notre Dame at seven thirty. It's like one leads into the other for all three, so it's perfect.
0: It is kind of perfect, to be honest. It's um, it's fun, number one. And number two, there's so much to talk about. And, um, boy, the, 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 the IHSA football tournament just keeps rolling along soon. We will be at Lucas Oil Stadium trying to decide some championships. All right, so tomorrow in college football, as you mentioned, it's spaced out pretty evenly. You've got uh, the Hoosiers. Uh, taking on Penn State at uh, 3.30. You start the day with um, you know, North Dakota at uh, Indiana State at 1.00, uh, Purdue hosting Iowa at noon. The big one, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on with Lynn Clark. The big game, Clemson at Notre Dame. So what's the word on this game?
1: The word on this game, coach, is you got you to gotta do pretty much everything right if you're going to walk out of Notre Dame Stadium with a win if you're an Irishman. Right. Uh, look, I mean, this is a elite Clemson team. Of course, the last time that the Tigers were at Notre Dame Stadium, Notre Dame edged out a win. But look, DJ lay the Clemson quarterback, he was a true freshman filling in for Trevor Lawrence in that game. The Irish kind of got a break because Trevor Lawrence could not play. I believe it was due to COVID. Don't quote me on that. But that was still when guys were testing and everything, and Trevor Lawrence couldn't play. Well, the, DJ Ua Agalele fills in, and he loses. And But here's the problem, Coach. That game, I'll never forget. Even though he lost, D, DJ Ua Agalele, the Clemson quarterback, is a true freshman. He has the Notre Dame record for passing yards by a quarterback by an opposing quarterback. Unbelievable. And he lost the game. So that's how well Notre Dame had to play to win that one just a couple of years ago.
0: Well, it is the premier game for a reason, two heavyweights. I'm just concerned about Notre Dame's ability to limit a very powerful Notre Dame offense, or excuse me, Clemson offense. Brendan King, every 15 minutes. He's coming up right now with a scoreboard update. This is Indiana Sports Talk.
1: All right, Coach, let's start off with some history. In Class 2A, Bluffton defeats Eastbrook by a touchdown, 42-35. Bluffton has a sectional championship for the first time since 1988. And if you're wondering who regional opponents may be coming up, we have two confirmed regional games so far. They are both in Class 4A. Listen to these. First of all, Ron Colley. Beats Brabuff by a touchdown, 21-14. Ron Colley moves on to match up with New Palestine, who crushes Connorsville 43-14 next week. New Palestine, Ron Colley, be there. That's a battle of heavyweights in Class 4A. On the flip side of the 4A bracket, Columbia City, they defeat Leo in overtime, 27-21, Columbia City rocks forward, their next opponent, Kokomo, who beats Mississanaw 44-13. Again, Columbia City, Kokomo, Ron Colley, New Palestine are your confirmed regional games so far. We'll get you filled in on the rest as this night goes along on Sectional Championship Friday. Other scores from Class 3A. Monrovia defeats Danville 19-14. Lawrenceburg blasts Batesville 33-7. It was Chittard, no problem with Garen Catholic, 49-13. And lastly in 3A for now, it's Knox 42, Jimtown 21. Congrats, Knox, Chittard, Monrovia, and Lawrenceburg, all sectional champs. I'm Brendan King.
0: Welcome back. Glad you could join us on Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Hey, don't forget to join us tomorrow night. College football. And as we always do, we'll talk with Paul Condry. Recap the fun night that's going on right now. So tomorrow college football, as we mentioned, Penn State at IU at 3.30. Purdue hosting Iowa at noon. Clemson, Notre Dame at 7.30. Brad Huber's Ball State Cardinals heading to Toledo. Brad Huber, what's going on with the Cardinals? Uh, this is a big game, right?
3: Yeah, and actually, that game will be on Election Night on Tuesday night. Uh, oh, after that's right. a because yeah. it's kind of that action part of the right. season now, right. where they play Tuesday right. and Wednesday nights, but they got a huge win on the road at Kent State. This past Tuesday, they go to 5-4, and four, now just one win shy of uh, bull eligibility, and uh, staying alive in the Mid-American Conference race. If they can beat Toledo on the road on Tuesday, they'll be in the driver's seat to uh, bring home the MAC West and head up to Detroit. So this game Tuesday night on ESPN at 8 o'clock, it is going to be a huge game uh, there at the Glass Bowl in Toledo uh, to see uh, who will win the MAC West and who will represent that division in mm-hmm. Detroit for the MAC Championship game.
0: Michael Lewis era begins Monday. So what, what an exciting time to be! Uh, At Ball State right now. A lot of things going on for heaven's sakes, right?
3: There is. I have to bring up a couple other Olympic sports. The soccer team is going to be playing in the championship game of the Mid-American Conference Tournament on Sunday to try to get to the NCAA Tournament. They'll play Buffalo, the number one seed. And then the volleyball team has won 13 straight matches. They swept Kent State tonight. And uh, lead the MAC conference. So, those uh, sports. And then you talk about Michael Lewis on the basketball side of things. Some optimism now with the basketball program uh, with the change of leadership from Coach Whitford last year to Michael Lewis, former IU Hoosier. This year, and uh, they look good in their first exhibition game last week, and they'll play Earlham. Uh, yes, that's a uh, regular season game beginning on Monday on opening night, and looking forward to seeing what they can do. But it sounds like they have a lot more offensive firepower this year than they had mm-hmm. under Coach Wifford.
0: All right. Brad Huber doing his alumni report. <laughs> 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 so also, wait a minute. You were in my ear earlier and i didn't i didn't say it tomorrow we have nascar playoffs correct we don't want to forget that
3: we do tonight the camping world truck series it's championship weekend at the phoenix raceway out in avondale uh, just outside phoenix And tonight, the Camping World Trek Series championship race. Tomorrow, the Xfinity Series will have their championship race. And then on Sunday, the NASCAR Cup Series will have their championship race to see who the champions will be. There are four drivers left in each of the three NASCAR Series to crown champions. And whoever finishes higher than the others, uh, they will be this year's champions. So it should be a big weekend out there in Phoenix. Uh, Chase Briscoe from Mitchell, Indiana, a heck of a run this season. He uh, bowed Mm -hmm. out of the playoffs last week after the elimination race at Martinsville, but still a great top-eight finish for him, representing the state of Indiana uh, from Mitchell. So it's a big weekend in NASCAR. I know a lot of the excitement around uh, football, basketball, the World Series going on, but uh, NASCAR championship also this weekend in Phoenix, and the guys in that uh, for the Cup Series: Ross Chastain, Joey Degano, Chase Elliott, and Christopher Bell are the four going for the championship on Sunday.
0: How'd the bachelor party go for you? <laughs> I mean, everyone knows. For those who don't know, Brad's getting married in February, correct?
3: That's correct. Uh, February the 11th. And... So we had
0: the bachelor party, and so you you went you went on a racing theme bachelor party. Walk me
3: through that. <laughs> well, we did. We went down to the Homestead Miami Speedway Triple Header weekend two weekends ago, and uh, we got in Friday, just kind of hung out, and Saturday uh, went to the racetrack, watched the truck race, watched the X- Xfinity Series race, uh, and then the uh, Cup Series race on Sunday, and uh, yeah, kind of explored. Uh, University of Miami and Core Gables after that, and uh, just had a good old time with my brothers (laughs) Mark and Kyle and my friends (laughs) Nick and Steven as well. It was a great time down in Florida, and uh, yeah, (laughs) this weekend we have Holly's showers, so the countdown was hit the 100-day mark yesterday, (laughs) so uh, the countdown really is on now, (laughs) Coach, for the wedding in February. Man, man, oh
0: man, listen, I'm excited for you. You know that. I've been married 53 years. My wife's an absolute saint. Uh, think about this. She hasn't seen me on weekends for, <laughs> for basically of those 53 years, I've either been playing, uh, coaching, or talking about sports since I was 18. So That's pretty good. Uh, it's about 53 years. Uh, in the entire 53 years, uh, my weekends have been – I've given them to other people. And she, you know what, like on a night like tonight, my wife is uh, trying to find something she wants to binge on, on uh, (laughs) on television, on Netflix. And so while I do the show, she and Lucy are trying to catch up on some sleep. All right, Brad Huber, thanks so much. Hey, tomorrow, small college. You know, I'm a huge small college football fan. Perfect day to watch some ball tomorrow. Um, North Dakota, At Indiana State, I want to give them – they're not a small college. I understand that, but I just want to make sure you understand North Dakota's at Indiana State at 1 o'clock. Anderson will be at Bluffton. Butler on the road at San Diego. Oberlin at DePaul. Mount St. Joe at Franklin College. rose Holman at Hanover College. Big games. MSJ uh, and Rose undefeated in – HCAC play, so it's really interesting. Taylor, a nationally ranked Indiana Wesleyan, that Taylor will be at IWU. UND, William Jewell, UND, making the push for the Division II tournament. Manchester at Defiance, Siena Heights at Marion, St. Francis at Lawrence Tech and Michigan, Hope at Trine, St. Thomas of Minnesota at Valpo, Kenyon will be at Wabash. So, a uh, perfect day to go watch some football literally uh, all around the state uh, and then on sunday settle in and watch some colts football so we, you've got uh, plenty of options out there and we encourage you again always support the student athletes whether they're college or high school in your nearby communities give them your love and your respect this is indiana's